If Clytus gets back in touch, here's what we'll do. Hello, and welcome back to Season 2.5 of the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. With me, I have You Missed Them, You Love Them, it's the Well-Roasted Dusters. Hello, I am Lena, I play Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. I'm John, I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Claudius Logan. Let's jump back in. Uh, I think that we should hit things up pretty much exactly where we left off um, with you guys leaving Elendel to head out towards the uh, southern side of the basin, more towards the roughs. Um, you have uh, once again gotten on your trusty steeds of uh, Cappuccino, Princess, and uh, Stallion. Stallion. Uh, and you are headed south on the trail. Um, do we want to pick it up as you're traveling, or maybe when you guys stop for the first night? I'd say stop when we stop for the first night. Okay, so you uh, had a pretty hard day ride um, trying to get away from the city, um, just trying to draw as little attention to yourself as you can while putting as much distance between established law and order and established society as you can. Um, and then uh, the first night, uh, you decide to, for the sake of caution, uh, avoid uh, any attention that you can towards yourselves so you don't light a fire or anything like that. You just find a nice out-of-the-way spot um, to settle down. And um, it's probably just a couple hours past when the sun set. Um, so you're not quite tired or tired enough to go to bed yet, but uh, you know there's not much to do in the dark. And so you guys have just kind of been left alone with each other and your thoughts. Isabella Dora. Not exactly. I mean, that's probably the price you pay for the type of revenge you got. <laughs> it was worth it, though. I suppose you did light up enough that one night to last us a few nights. <laughs> hmm. Wishing I kept one of those... Oh, no, I'm kidding. I definitely don't wish I kept one of those cocktails. <laughs> did you keep one of those cocktails? No, we used them all. Oh. Point to good use. They're great in a pinch. <laughs> you know, speaking of pinch, I've been thinking about what he said with all that moon nonsense. I think he was trying to tell us about the, well, I guess you, because he doesn't know about me, the the Christophori family crest. That's a, that's a little bit too heady for me. Uh, but seems like we've got ourselves roped into something that's a, Little bit bigger than us. Uh, how do you mean? Well, I mean, between all of this political connections and, you know, the mob and things like that, it seems like we've stumbled across something that maybe people weren't supposed to stumble across. Fair enough. <laughs> mob has their hands in all kinds of pies, so to speak. So, uh... What, uh, where exactly is this, uh, ranch we're heading to? Well, it's not too far outside the basin. 
out in the roughs. Uh, you know, it's just a little bit out of the way. My pappy always prefer to keep prying eyes away, have his peace and quiet to himself. <laughs> As he always used to say, ain't no good setting yourself down to sleep if you're going to just stir up the cows. So you might as well get them laid to rest so you can get yours. I have absolutely no idea what that means. Yeah, what? <laughs> well, perhaps not everything he said made a whole lot of sense, but I reckon that it means that if you want some peace and quiet, take care of your business and do it out of the way. So what you're saying is... It's nope. in the middle of nowhere. Nope, still don't get it. it it's it's gone. <laughs> right on the nose, Belladora. It is in the middle of nowhere. Charmin. I guess it is what we need, though. But, you know, if there's one place that you want to be when you're being pursued, I imagine it's nowhere. I've always wanted to go out to the roughs myself. Sounded like a great place for, uh, you know, adventure and... You know, really, it was all about the adventure, to be honest. You hear stories growing up, and you meet, you don't really know what it's like till you're there. But I've always <laughs> wanted to do it. Well, unfortunately, those stories are a little bit more of the romantic side of things. A whole lot of nothing goes on out there for the most part. So I you're remember back when I hmm? so you're saying you're the result of a whole lot of nothing because that seems a little bit well, far fetched. <laughs> it's not all nothing. There's a lot of nothing. Then you get some crazy in between. So the crazy is what makes the stories, but the crazy is. Thankfully, not all the time. And even then, what you hear, <laughs> it's the exaggerated version of things. So, uh, what's the uh, unexaggerated version of things? I mean, I've heard of, like, you know, duels at, duels at noon with a lawman and, and, uh, and an outlaw, and they fire guns at each other, and then they go, one of them dies, and then... One rides off in the sunset, or at least that was those are stories I was told. Reality, I imagine, is a whole lot of dust. <laughs> yep. I remember one of the big pieces of excitement from early childhood. One of our farm hands decided that it'd be great fun as a prank in his first day to try and do a little cow tipping. Went over and tried to shove shove one of the uh, shove one of the heifers over, but it just happened to be right when we were taking one of the the bulls out of their pen, and he saw that and came running at that stupid rusting man, and uh, he ran for his life, left the the door open, and then all the cows went on a stampede, took us damn near a week to get all of them back. Even then, we didn't find a little one. I think probably some coyotes got to that guy. That's a real charming story you have there, Cladis. So it's less outlaws and more cows and coyotes? Well, there's outlaws, but those stories often end in you got shot and dead. I suppose I stirred up enough of my own trouble. That's partly how I ended up in Rashkin myself. 
decided that I had enough of hanging around home and going to go out and get away from the small timers. You know, you someone step, stops by pretending like, you know, they're just a man down on their luck and they need some place to stay and think they're being all clever when they pull their gun out behind your back as soon as you turn to go grab some water and you have to tie them up by their ankles and hang them from a tree and let them plead their case before you decide whether or not to shoot them on the spot. Well, whether they got something that they can give you in return. But again, those are less often my parts. I suppose, I suppose the large part of that has to do with my pappy. He is what you might consider an intimidating man when he wants to be. If you consider him intimidating, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Well, he is my late great pappy, so you unfortunately will not get a chance to meet him. Get to meet my cousins, though. They took over handling the place when I moved out. Oh, so late great wasn't like a turn of phrase. It He's actually passed on. Yes. Well, my condolences. Appreciate it. Yeah, after he died, I... I'd already left the place... I actually inherited it, but I'd already had enough roaming the wilds, searching for my own trouble. Didn't feel like coming back to cows and their pies. So I left it in the hands of my cousin. If you could see in the dark, you would look over and see Bella face palming. <laughs> I don't think clients can, right? That's not a thing for... Colossus. Better than anybody else. Yeah, that's what I figured. Well, on that note, I suppose I'm about ready to turn in. Unless y'all have something you want to talk about. Okay, yeah, so you guys um, turn in for the night. The next day is a little bit of the same. Um, Clytus leads you out of town uh, on the southern edge, heading out towards the roughs. Um, and the plan is you brought about a week's worth of supplies with you, or uh, maybe a couple of days. But there is a town that is connected by railway uh, between um, Lendell and uh, it's called Terrier. And so the plan is at the moment to stop there for supplies before cutting more towards the east to get to the uh, Saren Mountain Ridge. And so um, it's a couple more days ride. Um, everybody give me a spirit roll. <laughs> the thing that Clytus is worst at. Yeah, I got nothing. I got a nudge. I, I'm i just imagining that this is whether or not there's going to be a wanted poster in town. <laughs> Very well could be. Okay, where are my stats? How do I play? It's been so long. Uh, you have a spirit of two. <laughs> and I rolled nothing. And Finn, what did you roll? A nudge. Okay, and you did your full four, right? Your all of your uh, standing should be. I I did use a full. Okay, um, so yeah, you guys pull up to town, and uh, Zach kind of hit it on the nose there. As you come up to town, you notice that there is a uh, freshly printed wanted poster giving the description of everyone in the party on the outside of town. Uh, something tells me we should change how we're dressed. Something tells me we should just keep on moseying. I I have pulled the poster down and I am reading it in extreme detail. 
to make sure that it describes me as like awestrikingly <laughs> beautiful and um as you're reading it uh you notice that like it's an accurate description of you but it's as unflattering as it could be and you can pretty much tell that this was handwritten i mean the poster isn't but the description was handwritten by Veretta uh because it'll it'll say something like uh dresses in what could be considered fine taste <laughs> um, just very very subtle digs like that um all yeah. over like um hair ju- hairstyle just out of fashion <laughs> i tear up the poster did it at least get my this, nose right um there aren't this any just drawings doesn't sound on like it. me at oh all. good uh, just the descriptions um but clytus they've got pretty much down to a t <laughs> there are only so many Kolos blooded with a beguiling smile. <laughs> yeah. Particular ones dressed as cowboys, walking around with a couple of, well, Belladora and a Finn. Uh, Finn, the interesting thing about you is that um, they describe more of the costume that you were wearing. So, like, I imagine that maybe, like, you uh, had to darken your hair up just, like, a little bit. And so, like, being as nondescript as you are, you feel as though the description could be you, but, like, you wouldn't connect uh, this per this description with anyone in particular. Nice. <laughs> I'm just imagining the descriptions being, like, um, five foot eight woman, approximately late 20s to early 30s slightly out of fashion blue dress and like a detailed description of Bella and Clytus and then when it gets to Finn it's just like and I don't know some guy in like a chef outfit (laughs) (laughs) it's all the rage in Ellendale (laughs) it's all the rage in Ellendale (laughs) well Clytus just gets back on his horse and starts heading out of the city you know you know maybe maybe if we need supplies my my description isn't that great. I don't think anyone would be able to tell that this is me, but if I went in and got the supplies for us. Works for me. I'm going to go hide in a bush or something. <laughs> you, you may want to You may want to think of a tree instead. <laughs> I've just got this image of Clytus, like, hiding in a bush, and, like, he's got one, like, particular branch that he found that's pretty leafy that he's holding in front of his head. And then Cappuccino walks over and takes a big bite of, out of that branch, and it suddenly you can see his hat. I'm just imagining <laughs> Clytus being too big for a bush in general. <laughs> it's a figure of speech, okay? I'll climb a tree, whatever. So does that sound like the plan? I'll go into town and get the supplies we need and meet you guys back outside? Sounds good to me. Okay, Stallion, let's go. All right, um, you head into town, and uh, actually first, um, Bella and Clytus, what do you think you two are doing? Just going off to find somewhere to lie low? Yep. Yeah, I'm maybe looking for like a little stream or something slightly off the path so I can wash my face. Uh, let me take a closer look at the map here. Um, Terrier is away from either of the rivers. I figured that uh, Clytus would try and keep you guys away from the main rail line for as long as possible and away from the rivers for as long as possible. Fair enough. Then she's probably just standing by the tree that Clytus is 
sitting in and sulking. (laughs) Pius does his best thinking in trees. (laughs) Um, Clytus, why don't you go ahead and give me a wits roll plus one. Oh, I got fives and a nudge. Okay, yeah, so you're able to find like a small out-of-the-way copse of trees that um it doesn't have a stream in it but it's got a small pond that doesn't look like very scummy or anything it has kind of clearish water i love that i still managed to roll well for my hiding rolls despite being one of the most conspicuous characters <laughs> in the podcast uh finn you head into town and it's a fairly mid-sized town um it's not on a railway so it hasn't grown as big as some of the towns like Doxnar or dryport uh, but it's still a fairly reputable size, considering it's not out in the roughs. It's still in the basin. Um, where would you be heading first? Uh, probably uh, some type of general store. Um, okay. Um, go ahead and just give me a regular resources roll. Uh, looks like you've still got your negative one, so make it a roll of four. Fours. Yeah, so you go in there and you are able to find um, as much supplies as you need. Uh, to get you to the next step in the journey, which is uh, um, another smaller town, um, this one that's on the river and the railway, but it's further away from the basin towards the edge of the um, the basin itself. Um, so you're you're able to secure all of these supplies and uh, give me a wits roll. Ah. Uh. Aha! Uh-huh. That was also four. Uh, as you're in there, you notice. That oh no, they... that wasn't that. It, I hadn't rolled yet. Oh, okay, I was checking the number of dice I needed to roll. Gotcha. That was fives in a nudge. Uh, you notice as you're uh, starting to pay for everything, you look down and they have a news counter that uh, have uh, on just a couple of days delay um, one of the newspapers from Ellendale, and you're kind of have your. Uh, you're just uh, absently looking through them, and then you notice third one down, um, the name Irvan on or uh, Irvan on one of the headlines. And you reach down and you grab that paper, and at the top of the paper is a headline that says, um, "Kelson Wild to marry into Irvan family assumes control of new uh, factory workers union." Oh no. <laughs> Uh, are there any more details in the headline, or...? Uh, it basically goes on to give a brief description of the events of that night. Um, the house burning down, the, uh, pro- uh, protest that was being staged outside the manor when the, um, fire happened. And then it also has a printed copy of a speech that, uh, Kelson gave that night to the crowd that was gathered there that directly led to the formation of the factory workers union and the election of Kelson to that position. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to buy the magazine as well, or the uh, newspaper as well. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take two resources from you. So the negative one and one more on top of that. So I've spent one. Yep. Okay. Uh, do I happen to see anybody like putting up wanted posters or anything like that? Um, so I can, like, steer clear of them while I'm working on getting the rest of the supplies. Uh, give me a wits roll. Twos. 
Uh, you do notice um, in the corner of the uh, main street, there's a man who's just kind of sitting uh, or standing with his arms around, uh, leaning against his horse, who has a badge on his um, jacket, but he doesn't seem to be doing, um, like looking at you in particular, he just seems to be the the local sheriff in this town. Gotcha. You do not notice anything else. Are there any uh, supplies that I need? Other supplies that I need? Uh, I think you would have been able to get most of what you need from there. Um, you're mostly just looking at basic foods because you're not trying to travel in luxury or anything. You're just trying to get from point A to point B. Like dried foods that keep well and some water. Yeah. and Exactly. Yeah, just, just enough to fill up the saddlebags. You probably uh, left Stallion behind and took Cappuccino and Princess with you. Uh, so that way you could load them up a little more heavily than you could load up Stallion. But um, then you refilled everybody's packs and got all of your supplies ready. Could I get some, like, cheap ales for the road or something like that? Uh, give me one more resources roll. Or actually, no, just if you take another resource out off, I'll allow it. Cool. Well, I feel mightily satisfied with the shopping trip, unless I, uh, unless I see anything else of inboard that uh, that is going on in town that should require uh, any kind of attention, I am good to go. Uh, nope, you're able to uh, slip back out pretty easily, um, you know, being as unassuming as you are um, and as reserved as you are. Nobody really gives you a second glance. And so um, what was that one uh, trait that you got? Um, I can't find it. The one that lets you blend in. Oh yeah, it's the uh blend in in a crowd. Uh it's called it's a power called blends in. Uh, uh it's just I'm harder to spot in a crowd. It's one of my stunts. I think that works for this as well considering the descriptions that you've had of Finn. So, um you're able to get back out of the city pretty easily and um make your way back to the copse that Clyde has found for you guys to hide in outside of town. How to go? Well, that went off without a hitch, fortunately. Well, that's a first. I mean, there was some mean-looking lawman in, uh, lawman there, but he didn't pay me any attention. Um, other than that, I got the supplies, and, uh, Bell, I, uh, Bella, I got this. Um, you may want to take a look at it. Uh, I take the paper and I read it over. Uh. And then you see her hands just kind of, like, crumple the paper a little bit as she reads. Huh. It's really cute how my brother thinks that he can outdo me in speech-making, but, uh, maybe one day I'll pay another visit and make sure to take him down a couple pegs. What'd he say? What did he say, Trevor? (laughs) Uh, there's a couple of key things that you notice. Um, one is that he, uh, he talks about rising from the fire that has been set in order to create a better city and how so even though some members of his family are not willing to uh look towards the future instead of the past he was ready to help bridge the gap between the people of the city and the Irvan family and that um the the part that really enraged you the most was the impassioned plea that he gave to understand that Veretta is not like the rest of her family and as the uh, child that's set to take over the family business um, and take over administration of the city, 
that um, they have a real chance for change. Says the mm-hmm. placeholder. There's no way, way that he wrote this speech all by himself. He's not smart enough for this. Uh-huh. You, he's probably a puppet being pulled by the strings. Or a lapdog kept on a leash. Yeah, and he probably thinks he's doing something real noble in doing it. But anyway, my brother's an idiot. We already knew that. Moving on. True. I just can't help but feel we may have put those workers in a worse position than they started off in. Possible. Don't know that it made that much of a difference, though. She was going to take over anyway. He had his starry-eyed dreams of being Mr. Savior. And then when he inevitably fails, then we will be there to pick up the pieces. Eventually. Or burn them down. <laughs> or burn them down. But, I mean, we aren't like... We aren't like people who just... Breeze into town burning whatever we want. There was... Actual cause to try and help people with this, and if... I mean, it just it just weighs on me that they may be in a worse position than where they started because of us. Well, like I said, I don't really buy that. I think that maybe the timetable got stepped up a bit, but ain't nothing happened weren't going to happen. They just use this as an excuse. We got a little payback in the meantime. That's the way I look at it. I suppose you're right. Uh, Trevor... How much daylight do we have left? Um, give me a spirit roll. <laughs> All right. I love doing that. Nope. This group. Nope, nothing. Uh, you have uh, about two hours of daylight left. Well, seeing as how dusk approaches, I propose we set up camp here for now, since it seems like a well enough away spot where we could conceal ourselves a little bit. Kinda still like to get a little further away. That lawman may not have noticed me, but he seemed right mean. I mean, I'm not sure I said that. He might be a wonderful person. You should give him a chance. (laughs) (laughs) So is that another spirit roll then to see if we can find another spot, or do we get a Trevor? Um, Trevor sets up this great NPC, and then Zach wants nothing to do with it. No, no, I actually didn't set anything up for him, but I'm just like this little, little you know, he, he might be a nice guy. You don't know. You just don't as know. I looked, just as I seemed unassuming, he seems mean. <laughs> um, no, I don't think uh, another spirit. Maybe give me a wits roll. Um, All right, I'm good at that. I got fives again. Yeah, as you leave the town, you're able to find a nice uh, secluded spot away from the rest of everyone else, um, and you feel fairly confident that you haven't been followed or anything like that. Um, So you guys get up the next morning. Um, There is a uh, good day or so of travel and uh, where nothing happens, and then the next day, everybody give me a wits roll. Wow. I'm on a roll. Fives and three nudges. <laughs> Nothing in a nudge. Two's in a nudge. 
Uh, Clytus, as you kind of, uh, being the more experienced rider, you head out and scout a little bit ahead, and then we'll come back and you'll let them pass you as you rest your horse, um, and then lag a little bit behind. And one of the times that you lag a little bit behind, you look to follow your tracks, uh, to see if you're being followed, and in the very, very distance, you, uh, not, you wouldn't have been able to see it if you hadn't doubled back like you do. Uh, you see a dust cloud that seems to be coming straight from where you guys have left from. Mm-hmm. Finn, Bella, we need to set ourselves here a little ambush. What makes you say that? Got company. Clytus points off in the distance. Uh, you would have I wanna... to ride to uh, catch up with them a little bit. And so you wouldn't have been able to point out or see the dust cloud once you've caught up with them. Oh, okay. But, well, you know, you're able to easily relay the information. Yeah. I would like to try and set up a series of fake tracks and then find a spot to hide where we can observe as they come by. Or how far is the dust cloud? Are they likely to catch up to us soon? Uh, you imagine that they're about three hours behind. Yeah, I think that's a good... That's that's close enough where I'd want to try and set an ambush. Okay, um, give me a wits roll, and depending on how good it is, I'll add to your spirit roll. Okay, here's where I fail. I got three nudges, so I'm going to spend two of those and re-roll. Nope, just a nudge. Okay, so you're able to create this false set of tracks, but as you're like doing your scouting, you've been trying to find this area where it might be the road, or the road is like compact enough that it's not going to leave any tracks, or maybe there's a zone, or maybe there's a stream that you can start walking through. But um, in the end, you're not really able to find a way to disguise the real tracks. And so you know that they're only going to follow this false set up to the point where you've made it to, and then they're still going to have a real set to follow if they even pick the false set to begin with. All right. Try and set up the ambush for where they'd be at the false set. Uh, how do uh, Bella and Finn feel about that? Hmm. Ah, let's do it. Sure. I mean, also, if you boys want, I can act as a decoy if you wanted to get a little bit further away. Hmm. Maybe just a decoy on the spot. Uh, how much time do we have, Trevor? Uh, Probably about two hours and 15 minutes left after creating the false tracks. Probably got plenty of time. Um, are, there any, any, like, are there any like rock outcroppings or anything like that where I'd be able to push, push some stuff over and maybe cause a landslide in their path? Um, Give me a spirit roll and make it a pretty darn fancy one. And I'm going to subtract one from your spirit for this. We've got fours. Uh, with fours, you're able to find a uh, area where the, it's there's like a hill, and there's one large stone, but you don't think that there's anywhere close enough to be like an avalanche or a rock slide. But you do have one good stone to play with. One good stone. Okay. Well, I was thinking we could... Maybe try to make it look like the horse threw a shoe. And Bella could play damsel in distress. And Finn can be ready with a rock in case he needs to roll it. 
<laughs> and Bella can have her shotgun ready nearby on the horse. That sounds like a good enough plan to me. Oh yeah, I guess I should have said that. In Clytus. <laughs> I'll go find a bush. Clytus <laughs> 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 yeah. is going to go hide in a bush with his gun trained <laughs> and ready. Okay. Um, Finn and Clytus, give me a wits roll to hide yourselves and your horses. Oh, one's in a nudge. And then, uh, Bella, go ahead and give me a uh, charm roll to fake being uh, in distress somehow. Okay. And also, for the record, just in case this helps, um, I Bella definitely doesn't have the same look that she did back in uh, Rashikin. She's wearing much more casual clothing, like a kind of plain white blouse and trousers, and her hair is down. So she looks a bit different from back there. Um, That was threes and a nudge. Okay, so um, the way that I'm imagining this is that there's this steep hill with this big rock towards the top. And um, Clytus, are you hiding towards the bottom of the hill? Yeah. Okay. Um, remind me what your wits roll was. Who had which one? Ones and a nudge. I had fours. Had ones. Um. So and then Zach, you're up at the top of the hill. Clytus is down, um, sort of close by, but you know, in a bush that he thought he might be uh, less visible in. Um. As you guys are waiting there, a group of six horsemen start to ride up, and um, as they get close enough, um. Assuming that you guys waited long enough to spring the trap, and that's all you wanted to do? Yes. Okay. Uh, as they ride up, uh, one of them shouts, and Clytus, you notice him point at the bush that you're in, and uh, three of the horsemen break off towards you as two of them ride up towards Bella, but none of them have weapons in their hands yet. Clytus tries to sneak away. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, give me a, a physique roll. Uh, I'm going to make this minus one, because they've already spotted you in the bush. <laughs> Alright, so is that four? We're not counting my uh, my Koloff stuff? Uh, it's definitely not a brute strength roll. I got twos and a nudge. Okay. I'm sitting here thinking of, like, Wily Coyote in the bush with the little tiptoes. <laughs> exactly. Just like the. Da -da. I rolled five dice. I got one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> awesome. Clytus is sneaky for the win. <laughs> Clytus drops to his belly and he starts crawling. And the bush that he's chosen just happened to be in this little bit of a ditch. And he's able oh, to. Oh, and hold on, hold on. This bush, Clytus does like the classic, speaking of Wiley Coyote, props his cowboy hat up on a branch. <laughs> <laughs> and as they're riding up, you are able to crawl through this ditch and get on the other side of this small tree and rock outcropping nearby. Um, and so as they ride up on you, uh, one of them grabs your hat from the bush and waves it at the two guys that are almost up on top of Bella now. 
And Clytus is going to have a shot trained at that guy's head. He's not firing, but he's he's in position to fire. Oh, uh, one of the two guys up on Bella? No, 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 the guy who's waving the hat. Oh, <laughs> worried about the hat? <laughs> of course. Uh, Bella, how do you react as they ride up towards you? Um, as they're riding up, I'm going to start waving them down. Um, just in the friendliest manner that I possibly can. And uh, maybe I have, like, a, a cowboy hat that I'm waving at them. And I go, howdy, gents. Nice to see you here. I'm in a bit of a bond if you could help me out. Uh, they, they're looking at you very suspiciously, but um, they slow their horses down to a uh, small trot as they come up closer and closer to you. Um, I'd say that they're about 12 feet away. Um, when you say that, and they're continuing to walk forward as they, uh, respond. Uh, howdy there. Uh, you, uh, wouldn't happen to be Belladora Wild, would you? Uh, I don't know. Do I look like a Belladora Wild? Um, and they've closed about halfway of the distance towards you, um, when you say that. Well, uh, we spotted, uh, one of your friend, one of the friends, I think, in this town. We've been following these tracks, and uh, you kind of read this description. He pulls out one of the wanted posters and like starts reading from the description. Well, gentlemen, as you can see, I'm not wearing a dress, and I don't have my hair up. They uh, give me a charm roll. Um, that was fives and a nudge. Well, you see, Miss Belladora. If that's what your name is, people can change clothes, and you got the right color hair. Well, is it a sin to be redhead these days? Uh, Finn and Clytus, what are you two doing? Can we overhear? I'm waiting for, like, visible signs of distress before I do anything. Same. (laughs) Just wait until they're holding her at gunpoint, (laughs) then you can start doing something. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Well, I trust in the Bellador charm. That's kind. Of, that's kind of where I'm going with this too. Like I want to see. What I don't. Happens. I don't want to fuck anything up before. Uh, before it's time to fuck it up. Like talking out of trouble is like Bella's strong point, and I'm gonna let her do that. I mean, the five from the nudge I've been was talking good, myself out of trouble all day. Please <laughs> let me live. Um, as you two keep talking, um, the other three horsemen turn away from the bush and start heading towards Bella at a slow walk. Bella, are you going to make another play, or should I just spring the trap? Well, this is just a... This is a party, isn't it? All right. Well, boys, I'll tell you what. You give me a head start on foot. That's pretty generous, I think. And I'll tell you, boys, where the other two went. Um, they, the two of them look back and forth, and then they look back at you, uh, from what I understand of what the Irvans want, you're the only one we really need. And they're gonna pull out, uh, one of them's gonna pull a rope out from behind his back, and start to loosen it a little bit. That's a sign of distress! I my shotgun! I go! Clias yep. <laughs> immediately takes a shot. Okay, um, we'll go ahead and consider this the first round of combat. Uh, Clytus, I'm going to give you the benefit of the aim action for two rounds. So you're going to add two to your physique for taking your shot. Um, and, but you're still going to be shooting at the guy who's holding your hat. 
Yes. Okay. Um, and so uh, we'll consider this combat. Bella, you are shooting at one of them with your shotgun? Um, I guess I am. <laughs> okay. Um, they would need to declare first. So if anybody wants to change uh, what, they, what they're saying because they're tied with your wits. But um, the one of them was going to get off his horse and walk towards you with the rope. Um, uh, the rest of them aren't really going to do anything at the moment, not knowing exactly what's happening. And so we'll consider this kind of surprise round where they will redeclare on their turn and then have a half die pool for whatever actions they decide to take. Okay. Um, so let's figure out die pools. Um, Bella, I am going to give you plus one for uh, manipulating in the way that you have and for the strength of your charm rolls um, to your physique for surprising them. Uh, but you don't have anything else to bump that in terms of gunfighting, so your die pool is going to be four. Um, yep. Finn, how many charges are you pumping in? Uh, I think I'm going to do the full ten. Okay, so... Uh, also, give yourself 30 charges for what you've stored up between the end of the last uh, long breather and this one. So, to get up to 10, you need to use 40, so we're going to take you down to 70. Okay. And then, Clytus, uh, with your uh, quick draw and your two aim, you're going to have a die pool of 8. I don't think quick draw would apply here, right? Because he's not quick drawing. He's had it. He's had it uh, trained. I guess that's true. So yeah, we'll we'll give you seven. Um, the one who is who has the rope isn't going to change what he's doing. Um, honestly, I don't feel like any of them would get a chance to react this turn. So that's just how we're going to play it. Uh, we'll start with Finn. Go ahead and tell me what you're aiming at, and give me that roll. I'm gonna aim for the. Uh gents that are hanging back um from the guy that's uh doing the rope okay and the way we're going to play this is that those guys are going to be harder to hit but there is much less chance of injuring bella with the rock perfect That's three nudges, so I'm going to spend two. That's better. Five's in a nudge. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that beats all of their rolls. Um, you are able to uh, just give this rock a really quick sudden shove where you spend all of these charges in one instance. And the rock doesn't so much roll as it just launches from the top of the hill and comes screaming <laughs> down and lands right in front of them. Um, it wa knocks two of them off of their horses um, completely, and one of them actually bumps his head and gets knocked out completely. Um, the other guy that's knocked off of his horse uh, wasn't the one holding Clytus's hat, but the uh, one that is holding Clytus's hat, um, his horse rears up in surprise at it, and uh, presents a much cleaner target for Clytus. So, Clytus, you're going to go ahead and add another die to your roll. Woo! Speaking of which, is it time to roll? It is. I got fours and a nudge. Okay, let me give him... Uh, nope, he spent all his dice defending against the rock. 
Um, so <laughs> how do you want to do this, Clytus? Uh, he, he keeps the gun, you know, trained on the guy's head. Horse rears up. Perfect. Bang! Sends off the shot. Uh, am I killing him? I'd get plus two damage. Is that why you're telling me how this is? Yep. Zach, I hope you don't mind me taking over for the rock. Oh, no problem. That's exactly how I wanted it to happen. I mean, I could have, I could have done a little bit more and got like a strike or something, but you know, one of them works. had uh, rolled a one, a pair of ones. One of them rolled a pair of threes and a nudge. One of them rolled a pair of fours and a nudge. So that's how I determined that. Gotcha. Um, Bella, let's go ahead and head to you. You have a roll of four. Don't wait, Mike. You didn't answer um, my question. Is he dead? Oh, oh yeah, he's definitely dead. Okay. Yeah, so shoots him in the head, drops him from the horse. It's been a while since we've actually killed people. <laughs> Honestly, I think, isn't this the first one ever? No, the very first one was we also killed people. Um, at least I think we did. The uh, bank heist. Those Alamancers that uh, were after us. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. I mean, at least disabled them. Yeah. I was thinking door to, uh, door between door and dynamite. One of them wasn't looking good at the end of that. <laughs> well, and I still haven't decided if you guys killed the guys that you left unconscious in the jail or not. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's right. But anyways, uh, Bella, it is your role. Okay. Um, I am thinking about actually trying something a little bit different. I don't want to shoot at them. Um, I do want to riot i don't think that i can riot a group can i that's a different stunt um i think you can do very small groups but nothing above do you remember what the cap was john i thought you did need the stunt to do a group i I thought it was a group of a certain size um let me oh i think the group was 20 then it's like i said i don't have the manual with me right now new computer and all um give me just a second i can look this up but you will reduce your die pool in half. You also have to flare in order to attack their emotions. So keep that in mind as far as the duration is concerned. Mm-hmm. But that's usually not too much of a problem. Zinc doesn't burn too quickly. I think it's normally like 20 minutes, isn't it, per charge? Something about there. And a flare does, what, 10 times as much? So one charge should last you at least a full battle if you're flaring. Yeah, I think anybody under any group under ten, because it's saying that the effect crowd you can riot a number of people of up to twenty times your zinc rioting. So at basic level that's a hundred people for the stunt. Okay. Mm. Yeah. My goal is to riot everybody that's in a close enough range to me. And I'm just, uh, I'm gonna, like, just really tug on their fear, and I'm gonna say, Come on, boys, one of my men equals at least three of you, so I wouldn't get too confident about your odds. I'd say, I'd say I'm I'm at least four. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I said at least three. Uh, so, what I'm gonna do is, um... Go ahead and roll your your rioting as normal, and then okay. we will, depending on the outcome of that, add to your charm, um, and then cut that die pool in half. Okay. 
Cool boy. Okay, that was fives and a nudge. Okay, yeah, this guy's poor spirit of three was not able to stand up to that. Um, so the guy who, uh, the only guy left on a horse, the other guy having gotten off to walk towards you with the rope, and then the other one on the ground, um, looks and sees that two of his friends are already out of commission, and the other two are um, off of their horses, and he just kicks his heels into the back of his horse and takes off um, further uh, down the path uh, that you guys were heading in the first direction, um, just because he didn't want to try and take time to turn around or anything. He just speeds past you and starts running. Okay, it works for me. Uh, we will go back to the top of the combat round then, because I believe that's everybody. Oh, no, then it's the actual guy's turn. Um, the one on the ground is going to pull out his revolver and try and shoot at Clytus. Um, he's going to have a negative two modifier for being on the ground and for shooting into the cover that Clytus has. And then the guy with the rope is going to pull out his pistol and take a shot at Finnegan. Um, so one of them has a die pool of five, one of them has a die pool of three. Um, Bella and Finn declare next, Clytus declares uh, last. Okay, uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to run down the hill and shoulder check who at one of the, the whoever's closest to me and has their gun out. Um, so as far away as you are up the hill... Um, I'm going to say that you can spend your action to move as well as getting your one movement closer, but you still won't be within striking range. Would I, would I have any extra momentum coming off the hill? Um, I can give you a physique roll to try and make it, make the distance, but it's going to be fairly difficult because it's a pretty significant steep hill. I'll do it. And so like, if you give yourself over to gravity, there's as much of a chance of it working against you as helping you. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Um, so we will consider that as your action. It's kind of a reckless action. Um, we'll adjust things accordingly, but we'll make it as if you're just trying to do the physique roll against him to do the shoulder check. Um, so that's going to give you... Um, I'll give you the plus one for stronger than he looks because the guy wouldn't be expecting it. Um, so your die pool will be seven. Bella, what do you want to do? Um... How far away is he from me? Um, he will have to get, uh, he's three steps from you. And so if you're within one step, it's like hand striking distance. Okay. Um, I'm just going to take a step closer to him and I'm going to level my shotgun right at his head and say, I wouldn't if I were you. Okay. We will make this another charm roll. We will give you plus one for pointing the shotgun at him. Uh, Clytus, what do you want to do? Alright, I mistyped something here, so I'm going to need your help. My powerful legs stunt, or power, whatever it's called. I have it written as run 25 miles per away. Is that supposed to be 25 <laughs> miles per hour? Uh, I believe so. In combat, the important one is that you can take two steps um, without taking an action... Um, or three while you take an action. So you get to move one step closer than everybody else would. So, how fast does a horse go? Um, I th think, like, at a trot, I'm, I'm not sure. 
Because what I want to do is basically try and take off immediately and chase the guy on the horse. And see if I can line up a shot on him before he can get away. Um, I will give you the two steps closer to him. And I will give you one shot with no adverse con- uh, adverse conditions. If you want to take that right now. Yes. Okay, so um, we will make that a straight physique roll of five. Uh, that means that Bella and Finn are tied for their die pools, dice pools. Okay. Uh, so Bella, you want to go first? Sure. So a charm, you said. Yep. Okay. Um, that was another fives and a nudge. Okay. Um, yeah, you, uh, pull your shotgun up to his face. While he's trying to get a uh, line up a shot on Finn, and um, he uh, lets the gun fall to the ground. Uh, Finn, do you want to keep going with that action, or do you want to change it? Um. So, who was was the person aiming at Clytus, the closer one? No, it was the one who was aiming at you. I'm still going to shoulder check him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me that physique roll. No no Same use nice. making a point unless you can make it even further. <laughs> uh that is fours and two nudges. Okay, with fours and two nudges, um you are able to come down the hill in a very controlled assault and you manage to slam into him right as the uh revolver drops from his hand and he falls backwards onto the ground. Boom, baby. Um, Clytus, you are tied for the guy who is taking a shot at you, so you wanted to take uh, two steps out and take a shot at the guy riding away? Yes. All right, now, I want to make a case for bounty hunter and hired gun is my profession. Can I get a plus one for him trying to escape? Uh, sure. Awesome. I got twos and a nudge. Okay, he got a pair of threes. So um, you take the shot, and it uh, just happens to skit on the um, a rock outcropping of the hill right next to him, and just barely misses him as he turns around a corner. Rust and ruin. Uh, and then it is going to be the guy who is taking a shot at you's turn. He had a only a negative one now since you moved out of cover. Um, he got a pair of twos. Uh, so, Clytus, you're going to take two damage. Alright. Now, there it is. And then, back to the top of the order. Um, effectively, you've only got the one guy left. Um, he is going to try and keep shooting at Clytus. Uh, Finn, what do you want to do? I'm going to pick up the revolver that the guy dropped and chuck it at the other guy's head. Okay. Uh, Bella? Um, I'm going to... <laughs> Riot Finn's sense of badassery. <laughs> All right. Uh Clytus. Clytus is gonna keep running towards that horse and trying to take another shot. Okay. Um Bella or actually uh Clytus you would have uh with a six. It'd be the same as Finn. Finn's gonna wait until after Bella because he might get a boost for that. So yeah, Clytus, uh why don't you go ahead and roll first? I'm gonna give you uh just at five this time. Because he's going to have some advantage of some cover from the hill. 
All right. Fours and a nudge. Uh, he got fives. This guy's hanging on. This blasted bastard. Um, so, yeah, he ducks low in his saddle and, um, right at the last second, and your shot goes just above his head. Uh, next, let's go to Bella. Uh, give me your riding roll, which is seven now. Um, that was fours. Okay, uh, Finn, add plus one to your die pool. Heck yeah. And go ahead and chuck that gun. <laughs> chuck that gun! Chuck that gun! Um, it really wanted me to get threes, because there are four of them. <laughs> oh, I rolled two of his five dice, and I got two fives. Ah! So, um, he does a quick roll onto, uh, from his back onto his stomach to get a better shot this time, and he happens to roll right out of the way of the gun. Um, Clytus, he's gonna take the shot at you, and he's gonna roll nothing. Um, back to the top of the order. Uh, Finn, what would you, or, uh, this guy's doing the same thing, uh, he's gonna fire his third shot at Clytus. Uh, Finn, what would you like to do? At this point, I'm just going to walk up to the guy and kick him in, because he's, he's down, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. definitely on the ground. I'm going to football kick his head. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bella. Um, <laughs> I'm honestly just along for the ride, so at this point, I'll just, I'll just shout, Go get him, Finn! <laughs> yeah! Uh, and Clytus, I will give you one more shot at this guy at a negative two difficulty. Yep, doing it. Okay, um, Finn, you go first. Okay. This guy's gonna roll with two to defend again. That will be fives and a nudge, good sir. Okay, with (laughs) fives and a nudge, you connect very solidly with the bottom of this guy's chin. And as your foot goes up, you feel his mouth clamp shut and then give a little bit further as you kick him square in the jaw. And this man falls uh, falls back onto his uh, back again and just goes limp on the ground. That was a football kick. Um, <laughs> Clytus, give me your last roll at four dice. Uh, three nudges. I'm going to re-roll my last two. Nothing. Yeah, so you take one last shot, but he manages to uh, swerve again at the last moment, and um, he seems to be free and clear out of the way for the for the time being. Rustin Redwood. Clytus holsters his gun. I'm, there's no one left, right? Right. Uh, is anyone left standing, or are they all dead? Um, there's the one that got knocked unconscious by the stone throw. Um, but he, he's the most likely person to, uh, either him or the guy that, uh, Zach tackled. Can I check to see if the football kicked dude is alive? Um, he is alive, but if, even if he was conscious, he is in no state to talk. I, I think I broke his jaw. Pretty badly. Yeah. Clytus is going to tie up. Like, hogtie the, the dude who seems most likely to be able to talk. Uh, I'm gonna actually, to c- kind of cover our trail a bit, could I uh, smack the horses to get them running off in different directions? Sure. 
Um, go ahead and give me a uh, wits roll for this. After we pill for their supplies. Their saddlebags first. Uh, exactly. Give me a wits roll. <laughs> okay. Clytus is also joining in. Uh, that was threes oh. and a nudge for me. And that and was fours for smacking the horses. All right, nothing for Clytus on the search. Okay, um, Clytus, the couple of saddlebags that you search through don't have anything in particular um, other than, like, rations and um, different survival tools for the trail. Um, Bella, you do happen to come across um, another one of the posters, and then you also find a uh, letter that is much less official-looking but is calling for double the reward money offered on the uh, on the bounty poster if anybody's able to bring uh, Belladora Wild back to the Irvan family alive. Hmm. So presumably this was um this was from Veretta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an extra uh, bounty that she's put out outside of the wall. You know, this kind of... G- um, I'm just going to kind of strut around showing the boys and be like, look at how bad she wants me. <laughs> so cute. You know, they have such a bad description of me. I have half a mind to take you there, take the prize money, and then break you out. <laughs> That's Honestly, not. I kind of love that idea. I kind of love that Imagine idea. Imagine how too. mad she'd be. Oh my God, she'd be furious. It'd be so good. What am I going to do in the meantime? <laughs> There's no way in Russ that I'm going to be sneaking in there. <laughs> we all know how my luck is with hired help in that city. <laughs> it's okay. You'll be the backup. It's okay. I can knock him out for you. <laughs> oh, and... and- to celebrate the first episode of the new season, Clytus has him strung up behind his back, same way he did with that little runt in the very first episode Clytus showed up in. <laughs> um, I assume that you're tying him up mostly so you can question him? Yep. Um, yeah, he's basically just a low-level bounty hunter, um, sometimes for the law, sometimes otherwise, which is how that they were able to find the offer from Veretta. Um, and basically they had, uh, they rolled really high. They rolled fives and two nudges to spot, uh, Finn back in town. Oh, good Lord. And then your perception check was like a three, I think. It was a two. Yeah. So they, uh, they smoked you on that one. Yep. Yeah, they seem to be high rollers. <laughs> yeah, I was. I never rolled more than five dice for these guys, but they rolled a significant number of fives. Tragic that it couldn't save them. Nope. <laughs> I've got this. Come like, back when you guys have names. <laughs> I've I've got like this image in my head now of Finnegan just going down that hill where he kind of jumps off a sheer end and just kind of catches himself for the speed boost and just shoulder checks the guy. And I'm like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> well, I especially like how Bella's got it handled, and then like a split second too late, whoosh! <laughs> Wham! I'm coming, Bella! Um, does he give us any information regarding the chances that his friend will be back with more people? Um, give me a, uh... Let's make this a wits roll. Alrighty. Plus one for being a bounty hunter. Ooh, I got fives and two nudges. 
Uh, based on his experiences with the guy, you do not think he's the type of person to come with more backup. Excellent. He's the type of guy to tell the story at the uh, next three taverns about how you don't want to fuck with these people. Oh, gosh dang it. <laughs> All I had to do was shout at him a little bit. And to add there to that go. reputation, okay. Kytus is going to strip the remaining living members, take their clothes, and leave them to their chances naked. <laughs> I think, You'll fill their water bottles. Bella, that uh, giant boulder came down from the heavens and crushed yeah. one of their friends. Yeah, I was kind of banking on that, just helping my chances. Um, for good measure, I'm also going to steal one of their hats. <laughs> Well, you see, the Bella in the description doesn't have a hat. No, wait, I've got an even better idea. <laughs> we keep running from the law, and then they double the prize again. And then <laughs> Finnegan takes you in. <laughs> Finn just really wants to turn Bella in. He's just not really pleased with how the like, This how is the finally a way you can pay out. your bill. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think that'd be a really cool story at this point. <laughs> True. Honestly, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the idea. That would, that would eliminate several extra steps that I would have to take. <laughs> Clytus is not happy with the idea. He does not want to head straight back <laughs> into trouble. Mostly because he just has to like sit outside of town and sulk. <laughs> Where's the last place they would expect you when you're on the run? <laughs> The place where they're not... (laughs) (laughs) Right. Clytus has no problem with sulking. He just doesn't want to sulk immediately near danger. I ain't getting paid enough to go head back to that kind of trouble. No, that's fair. Let's wait until they double the prize. (laughs) Then you'll get paid enough. (laughs) All right, deal. All right, anything else that uh, we want to do before we wrap things up tonight? Clytus takes a leak. Okay. Uh, I think that's all the narrative description that needs. <laughs> Does Finn find a leak? Um, um, they're out of season. Hmm. Okay. Bella might leave a very nice message attached to one of the one of the boys um, that just says, you'll have to try harder with a little heart. <laughs> I've got this idea that Bella like got out an old like a really old style quill like with a really sharp point and a pot of ink and wrote it on their chests. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's the original tattoo artist. Would Bella, do you have any do you have any bonnets with you or other feminine styled hats? Uh I don't think that she's a bonnet type of type of girl. Bo? Please, Belladora Wilde's an outlaw. She doesn't need no stinking bonnet. <laughs> How many tresses does she have? Come on, Finn. You know she loves her fashion. Mm. I'm just saying, do you have something f- feminine you could leave him to add insult to injury? You know, I'm almost imagining that on your note, instead of harder and the heart, you write the heart followed by E-R. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You'll have to try harder. <laughs> nah, she's she's more like a little passive aggressive little heart drawn on after the end, tragically. No, you sign it Belladora Wild and you put a heart in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about it. <laughs>
Um, but I think that instead of like leaving a a girly hat or something on him, she'll just apply some some lipstick before she leaves <laughs> and give him a little smooch right on the cheek. There we go. <laughs> Start leaving this hot calling card. Yeah. It's oh my gosh, we're in holes. <laughs> Damn it. I'll have to rewrite the whole second season now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh where are we gonna get Bella some uh poison lipstick? Because I'm very much into that. <laughs> uh we will have to find a place, but not this episode, <laughs> because I think we will go ahead and call it there for the night. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will catch you again in two weeks' time. Bye. Bye. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Oh, oh my god, I don't have any dice. What am I doing? How do I play this game? Hello?